Welcome to the Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. Please join us as we talk about the rare disease journey. We'll discuss the who, the what, and the why of rare diseases and the special needs community. We'll also reflect on the highs and lows of some of these awful conditions and how they affect us on a daily basis. We welcome you to the Rare Hour and just know you're not alone. Many of us out there are struggling just like you. So sit back and listen, cry, and laugh. Today on the Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. Today's podcast brought to you by... In today's challenging world, addiction is on the rise. Over 22 million people are suffering from substance abuse. As these numbers continue to rise, it becomes more difficult to find answers. At CSG Consultants, our sober coaches will offer you a path of solutions to help you find sobriety. With over 25 years of experience, we share a passion for helping others just like you. Whether you're looking for a rehab, sober living, counseling, or just a conversation, CSG Consultants can put you on the path to recovery. Visit us on the web at consultingwithcsg.com or call us today at 877-96-SOBER and start making your sober steps today. And welcome to another great show called The Rare Hour with me, Christopher Valona. I want to welcome you to the very first podcast of 2024. And um, it's been a minute. I, I have not done a show for several months. Uh, we've been dealing here in this household, because yes, it's all about me, uh, dealing with Sebastian's health and concerns and uh, me changing jobs and doing more advocacy work and reducing my workload and advocacy and joining other people. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing today, but here I am and I'm going to get you the best guy today. So January, 2024, we are now going to be talking with the famous David Hogan from England. David, are you there? Hi, Chris. Yes, I'm there. Uh, welcome to the show, David. How have you been? Yeah, good. Thanks. It's great. So you're uh, currently where? I'm currently in the UK, England. Nice. Okay. Now, for the listeners that don't know the connection between David and I, David uh, reached out to me a few years back to uh, actually listen to one of his support groups. And I got to say that the minute that uh, I heard David's voice, I fell in love with David. And uh, I have been a member of that group ever since. So, David, I want to ask you to tell the listeners uh, why you're here today and what are we going to talk about? Thanks, Chris, for the introduction. Yes, um, uh, I feel, um, well, okay, where should I start? Yeah, um, <laughs> I was diagnosed with my rare disease uh, eight years ago. And um, when I became diagnosed, it was like soon connected with people online through my rare disease support groups, which was really helpful. What is that disease that you have, David? My rare disease is called Keldon syndrome. What's that? It's a, it's a condition that affects one in every 200,000 people and carries a, an increased risk of getting certain cancers, uh, autism, 
uh, developmental delays, um, benign growths, and other sort of, sorts of kind of things. Um, yeah, some people suffer with it quite badly, others not so bad. Um, but since my um, diagnosis, I became aware of, you know, it was mainly kind of like um, a space that was dominated by female voices, fantastic female advocates talking about their air condition, whether they were patients or caregivers, but there didn't seem to be any space for men. In fact, kind of like the conversations I had through direct messages with men, uh, were like men were suffering in silence, unable to speak about what they were going through. So about, it was 2020, the start of the first lockdown, came up with the idea of, uh, there needs to be a mental health support group for, for men because where the voice, where's the voice of men? Uh, where's, where was that space for men? So I set up a um, support group online for men, rare disease males around the world, patients, caregivers. And um, yeah, with, with the view of uh, giving um, men the chance to kind of connect with others really. And, 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 despite different countries' cultures, I kind of feel we have more in common um, than, than what separates us, really. Um, they all been kind of guys from New Zealand, India. Uh, we even had a guy from Peru join at one time. And, and it's been amazing to kind of uh, ask us to connect, to connect together through that shared experience. Don't forget California. Thank you. And that special guy in California as well. <laughs> David, how, how old are you now? I'm 49 now. And when did you get your diagnosis? At what age? I was, I think, 41 or 42. So you've dealt with it for a few years. Are you suffering today from this disease? Like, are, uh, is there anything presenting itself in your in the Caldron system syndrome? Um, I think at the moment um no serious problems uh, or, or concerns with it um i have kind of issues with with my legs um the autistic side i've never had a diagnosis although i may or maybe not be on the spectrum so nothing serious really um but i think from that perspective um from my own perspective, kind of, it is something that you know, whatever, you, whatever you're going through, whatever kind of uh, your level of suffering, I, I feel it's benefited me to connect with others through this shared experience, preparing for thoughts about what may happen to me in the future. Um, but also, I think kind of my health has kind of like, in, you know, it's kind of like given me the, it gives me the energy to kind of like want to do as much advocacy as I can and support others. Um, I lost my mum to the same condition and I lost my nephew to another rare disease. So it's like I couldn't do anything to save them, but maybe with this group and with my health, not as bad as, uh, not too bad at the moment or not as bad as others. It's given me the opportunity or I feel it puts me in a position as well to kind of like support others really no. to make a difference. So you're not really presenting any of these symptoms. So you you don't think you're autistic. Um, you're having some maybe some some issues with your legs, but the the main thing about about 
uh, about Caldron syndrome. What 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 kills us in this category? What what is the death of this type of disease? Well, well, yeah, um, it is cancer uh, okay. that will kill people. So whilst I um, haven't had any problems, I have regular screening, and that early detection for the the cancers is. Hmm. Uh, whilst there's no treatments or cures for Calvin syndrome, that early screening, uh, I, it certainly is, is going to make a difference of me. And I think it's made a difference for other people who've been picked up with cancer early. So are you um, so, you're saying that this, this disease, this um, Cowden syndrome, it exacerbates the rapid yeah. progression of, of all cancers or just a certain type of cancer? Uh, certain types of cancer, thyroids, uh, breast for women, uh, kidney cancer, and colon cancer. I mean, for, to put it quite simply, uh, if my mother had been diagnosed with her rare disease when she was younger, like my age, she would still be here now. When she was, she had thyroid cancer, and then she was diagnosed with Calden syndrome after. So early prevention screening and that uh, diagnosis is key to managing uh, your rare disease and living your life. I would say, I, I would say, it, it, yeah, it mm. makes a difference. Is this, is this a hereditary genetically? Yes. I see. So you're, you're not only a carrier, but you're also, um, um, sorry. <laughs> You're you're you have the ability to give this disease to others. Do you have any children? Yes, I have. Yeah, it it is hereditary for me. Like some people um have inherited the condition through a de, de novo hmm. mutation, uh, which basically means it's it's kind of skipped a generation. Hmm. Uh, you know, their their parents don't have it. No one else in their family that they're aware of has, has had it. Possibly, it's skipped a generation. I'm not too clear about how it happens but what, certainly what, for me it's hereditary are you married does your wife have it no i'm not married um yeah my daughter doesn't have it um she was tested for it she doesn't have it ah. so it's only been my mother and me that have um uh been tested and um yeah i'm the only person i, I only, that i'm aware of i only ask about the parents because you know in, in my world you had to have one carrier meet another carrier yeah. and then you produce the offspring that had a high chance of having it. So I was just wondering if, um, I guess you're divorced. Your ex-wife doesn't have it. Um, no. it wasn't tested, but you have it, but your daughter doesn't have it. So it, no. it can skip a generation. Yeah. I see. See with, with, with us in Batten disease land, as I like to fondly call this fucked up disease is that every time I have a child, the the chances of that child getting Batten disease is dropped significantly. So, uh, knock on wood, my uh, younger son Gage does not have it, or he doesn't present anything at this point, like Sebastian. But uh, sorry, um, Dave, what what would you say the biggest challenge is for what you're doing right now? When you say that the women were were pretty much running this space for support groups. Did you find that that was hard for you to break into? Um, you know how men are. 
we don't really want to talk. We don't want to cry. We don't want to give you any of our like emotional drama. We just want to fix shit. Uh, can you tell us some of the challenges about how you came to, to create these support groups? Yeah, I, I think, um, I think kind of one of the, yeah, I suppose, I think the challenges are, I think women, uh, certainly for my condition, um, uh, men, they go through things differently. They have different challenges, um, around, um, having a rare disease diagnosis or being the caregiver. And I think that's kind of linked into society as well. Um, men, certainly uh, some of the men who have my condition, a few of them have been diagnosed with autism or present as aut autistic. So it can be a pretty kind of like lonely, isolating experience, um, male or female, and particularly for men not, being able to express what they're going through uh, and talk about what they're feeling. So um, it, I think kind of like setting up the group and, and normalizing that stigma for men, it's okay to sort of, mm. uh, talk about what you're, what you're feeling. It, it's okay to sh uh, share how this impacts relationships, how this impacts uh, it, 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 impacts like having a job or not having a job how this impacts having um a, a partner um i think so there's that kind of thing of kind of whatever your state whatever your state of health with with your condition is it, it does impact your life and for men being able to talk about that i think it's really important and so, um dave where 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 are your meetings held? Um, I was looking a little bit deep in your background. You were you were once working with Angel Aid and trying to uh, spread some awareness on that channel. How did that work out for you? Yeah, it was great to have the opportunity to work with um, Angel Aid. It's um, you know, uh, Crystal and Megan, uh, wonderful people who who were supportive of what I did. I felt that was a good experience. However, I, I felt that for me, I needed to take uh, the men's group in a certain direction. I knew, knew what I wanted to do. I, I knew where I felt it should go, should be going. And I knew about what energy I, I could give to it. And I, I didn't think that co didn't quite align with the vision of, of of what Angel Aid wanted, expected. But actually, I think uh, there's no reflection on them. I think for my mental health and for my kind of energy, that was totally the right decision. Right. And and I think kind of like, I I, I kind of know, you know, you kind of live and breathe this group because you, you do, it, do it enough. You have these conversations with these guys. I think trusting your in intuition is key. And actually... You know what you can achieve, you, you or can't achieve, and excuse me. So yeah, that, that um, I think that that was that's been a great experience. But I kind of it set me on a better direction where I've kind of set up the meetings an extra um time a month. I uh, got someone to do some Instagram graphics. I've got ideas of what I want to do now. I'm kind of free to do that. So right. So um, have you have you since stepped away from Angel Aid? You decided um. 
your your parameters for your support groups they're they're pretty much concrete like like the women um like a lot of these women's support groups they're mommy based female only um there's really no mixed groups that i'm aware of except for my own shows um so are your support group meetings only for men and is it only for men that are suffering from a rare disease um like when you came from that platform from angel aid angel aid is uh, uh, now rare givers uh, if you all want to know about the name change which is great where it's a support system for all the caregivers and caretakers uh that's the old adage of taking care of people in your life uh that are um cannot take care of themselves such as uh, rare disease kids, rare disease adults, parents, whatever. These are that channel is designed for the caregiver and support. So, David, what is your channel? Yeah, my channel is for um, um, people impacted by well, my sorry, sorry, again, my channel is for men impacted by rare diseases. So it's only well, for be, it's only for men. Yeah, so patients, caregivers, okay. and and who can go to who can go if you're a man. What is the? Can can anyone go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's male patients, caregivers around the world, um, impacted by rare diseases. And and you guys, it's I'm looking at my notes here. You guys discuss the mental health uh, of rare disease and how it affects us as men. Yeah, so it, it would be, um, uh, you know, some some meetings will be open discussion where we would talk about anything that's um, anything kind of like uh, about how our re the mental health side of living with a rare disease impacts us. Uh, and and other, other meetings, it would be like a speaker brought in to kind of bring a, a slightly different perspective to the mental health side of being impacted by a rare disease. I think it comes with added layers and la a lack of awareness. And I think the guys, the, um, it comes back to that point of despite different countries and, and cultures, the guys would get that when you talk to your doctor uh, uh, or you talk to people about it. And, and a lot of people are rare condition. And that's why it's important to have that space. And uh, uh, how many how many times a week or, or a month do you guys meet? And where? We meet, we meet virtually on, online on Zoom every last Sunday of the month and every um, mid-month mid Wednesday. Uh, okay. So, it, it, it sounds like this is a pretty important channel, um, you know, to, to get a part of it. If you're, a, if you're a man suffering from a rare disease and you are being like really mentally challenged in your life due to that rare disease, this seems like this group could help us, right, David? Yeah, definitely, because... Um, it's only until recently I, I learned that we're all on a mental health continuum. So we have good mental health and mental ill health. And on that mental health continuum, you know, everyone in the world is going to at some point experience mental ill health, for example, bereavement. And obviously there's other things around that's kind of more serious, like uh, anxiety or bipolar or depression. So um, when you're in the rare disease community and all the added layers that, that come with being impacted by a rare disease community, at some stage I feel 
you're going to need to reach out and support. And I don't know what it's like in your country, Chris, but certainly in, in this country, it's really hard to get uh, access to therapy counselling um, unless you have money. So a peer support group is something that I believe makes a difference. And and I know I understand some men are, uh, find it difficult to share and some people in general find it diff difficult to share to people they don't know, but you don't have to share everything at these support groups. You can share what you're comfortable with. It's it's not something that you know you're expected to reveal everything. Um, so I think it's something that's needed. I think it's something that um, I would promote and encourage everyone to do um, because I think kind of the challenges that we face in life when we're impacted by rare diseases. Um, we need all the help. I mean, in my view, we need all the help we can get. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's for sure. And I would imagine that some of the men in there are just kind of quiet, kind of listening, like flies on the wall, kind of dipping their toes into that nice little warm pool of emotion, which is really odd for us men to divulge. And you know, because we're supposed to be the, the fixers, we're supposed to be the caretakers, we're supposed to. Um, make sure that everybody's okay and we come last. So um, I, I have been to a few of your meetings and I've, and I've shared uh, quite a bit and I've heard some of these men share some really profound stuff um, about their, not only their rare disease condition, but their families and, and how they are as partners or husbands or fathers. And um, it's, it's truly remarkable what you can get by just listening to somebody else that gets it, you know? Um, so, uh, if, if I were, if I were you listening to this program right now, uh, I would try to find David and try to see if you can plug in, if you're suffering from a rare condition and you're a man or you're being impacted mental health wise as a man, David, where, where can we, uh, find you? Do you have a website or an email address? People can get a hold of you. Yeah, I do actually. I have um an email address uh which is men's rare disease mh at gmail.com. And if gonna, anyone interested yeah. I'm gonna put that in the show notes, of course. But uh do you, are you on social media as well? Yeah, I'm on social media, um LinkedIn, Facebook. Under and Dave Hogan, um and men's rare disease for X as well. And Instagram, actually, um, men's oh, rare disease as well. X, the new Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So can can anybody reach out to you? Uh, can they private message you? Can they DM you about maybe getting yeah. a hold of you and getting some information, maybe being invited to these meetings? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, email or private message me. That's fine as well. David, do you think what you're doing is helpful? Uh, yes, yes, I do. I, I, I think that sometimes I think it's hard. I think it is, you do wonder how much of an impact, um, you're making, but even if you're helping a smaller a group of guys, I, I think you're making a difference and you, you made a great point as well. Sometimes it's not always about sharing, it's about listening as well, how powerful that can be as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the women dominate this space. The, the the mommies uh the women's groups they 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 don't really have uh 
mean, they got it down, right? <laughs> because, you know, usually, yeah. usually men are quiet and we're reserved or we leave, uh, we bounce. Um, so uh, I'm sure glad that you have a, a, a closed meeting of men suffering from mental illness with rare disease, because I think it's truly important. And I'm glad that you are inviting the the caretakers and the caregivers um, and stepdads uh, that are helping out in the families, because um, a lot of those people are overlooked um, and it, it, they're not really invited to to the show, as one would say. So I uh, yeah. I, I commend you, David, for inviting those other peer groups that are most likely in need, not just the dads, the stepdads, you know, the caregivers. Good for you. Yeah, thanks, Chris. I think um, I think they at times are overlooked, and that they are so much valued uh, uh, in what they do, and um, I welcome them to come if they if feel they need to. Is that why you created it, David? Because you felt that you were overlooked as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I yes, I saw it as a as a numb need in my in myself. That's partly why I started it. Because where do you share these feelings around what may be in the future? Um, I think the importance of taking care of your mental health, whatever that road may lead for me and my condition, um, I, I knew that was really important. Well, that's fantastic. I, uh, I, uh, I, I just think it's amazing out there. And so um, to wrap this up, David, what's next for you? Um, this year, it is going to be a mental health uh, partnership with your audience I'm involved in and a social policy, social policy action group and, and keep building the men's group, um, keep doing what I do with the men's group. Yeah, I, I think looking forward to this year, excited by the, everything this year. Well, that's great. We look forward to hearing you, David. And, uh, uh, I, I'm definitely going to try to join your next group meeting and, um, I appreciate you coming on the show and, uh, big shout out to you and, and your family and people in England, go England. <laughs> you guys got some yeah, great thanks. football out there as uh, we call out there in soccer land, but, uh, not all seriousness aside, um, being serious rather. Thank you, David. You're truly helping me as a man and I appreciate you. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Um, thanks for inviting me. Appreciate your support. Nice. So that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for all that are listening in uh, to the Rare Hour with Christopher Valone. You can find me here on Spotify, iTunes, Twitch, Twitch, Stitch, all these other. Just go to my webpage and you'll see and click on um, uh, the recordings of the podcast on projectspecial.org. Once again, thank you again, Mr. Dave Hogan, live from England. Rare diseases claim the lives of children, teens, and adults. And while most people wait for a cure, they have nowhere to turn. At Project Sebastian, we offer a community group support system to help you deal with many emotions, questions, and uncertainty. We realize that connecting with other families is challenging but essential to this journey. We provide group meetings and counseling to connect with others struggling like you. 
please visit us today at www.projectsebastian.org to get in touch now to find the support you deserve. Project Sebastian was created by a father whose son is terminally ill from a rare disease, so he understands what it's like to travel down this lonely and fearful road. Project Sebastian. Hope. Honor. Heal. Thank you for joining us on The Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. We appreciate your listening. If you have a story or want to talk about your journey, please reach out to us at info at projectsebastian.org and put Rare Hour in the subject line. We hope to have you on the show. You can find us at www.projectsebastian.org, on Facebook at Project Sebastian, on Instagram at Project Sebastian One, and on Twitter at Gaga V Project. Don't forget, you can find us on the Clubhouse app too. Just search Rare Disease. Thank you.